Welcome to Mind Coffee with M6, where we filter today's issues through common sense and intellect. I am so excited today to get to part two of Is COVID Being Politicized? And if you listen to part one, you know we left with a cliffhanger. I asked Dee, does this mean we need to wear masks for the rest of our lives? And her answer was... I am seriously considering it. Okay. So I would like to propose a middle ground. Okay. I totally get behind you on the selfish factor. I think we all have been extremely focused on what we've had to do. But to be honest, it's not just personal selfish. It's like societal selfish. Because even at work, you know, you get really sick. You call work and you say, I can't come in today. I'm really sick. And the boss is like, get over it. Suck it up. Get to work. We need you here. You know, stop being a baby. And the whole society was like, too bad if you're sick. Get your butt into work. So I think- Yeah. So there was a push for that that makes us all overlook all that. And we're thinking we're being strong and brave or we're somehow doing what we got to do and not thinking of the things you brought forward about the other person and the germs and stuff. So I think now, like you said, with this thing with COVID and how it's all been brought up that, you know, we're in a society, we're in close range with each other. We spread germs to each other. And that's just life. That's not going to ever not be the case. We all live next to each other and we're going to spread germs to each other. And that's the way it has always been. That's the way it will always be unless we all move into cocoons or something. So my middle ground is how can we do like what you're saying? Be more mindful. If you're sick, stay home. If you are sneezing, cover your mouth. You know, these basic things we learned in kindergarten, short of wearing a mask forever. Because wearing a mask forever is maybe if you are near someone who you have such close proximity, you need to do something to cause barriers and things like that. But for ongoing everyday life, I mean, you're not rubbing up, kissing up, you know, breathing in the face of people, strangers. I mean, that's not what's happening. That's just not what's happening. People are not doing that. Maybe someone is, you know, getting a little closer. And you know how people would say personal space, personal space. (laughs) Right, right, right. You're a little too close to me. Back up. So that that speaks to the fact that we're not in each other's, like, that's not how we do. If you're a close friend with someone, yeah, you're in each other's space, but whatever. That's a personal relationship. But for the most part, you're not, even on a train, even on a crowded train, you don't see strange people putting their faces in other people's faces. That's just not what it is. You, I fear that you haven't been on a crowded train as of late. But I understand your point. I certainly do. I certainly understand your point. I'm not saying that you're not close to someone. But honestly, you're turning your face away. You're looking for space. Like, yes, it happens sometimes. But that's not the norm. So I'm saying the middle ground is to be aware, stay away, cover your mouth, wash your hands, da-da-da-da, all that. The mask to me is super-duper extreme. And that's just for me. I think it's totally extreme on a couple of levels. One level is on a scientific level, this actual size of these little virus cells, germs, whatever they are, how tiny they really are, and how these makeshift things, it's almost like a fly flying through chicken wire. It's like, I got to keep the flies out of my house, put some chicken wire up on the window. They're going to fly straight in your house. That chicken wire 
It's not stopping them. Yeah, one fly might bounce off the chicken wire. So unless you're going to actually make it such that it really does take something out, it's really a mental thing at that point. It's like, I just feel better. I feel like at least I'm doing something and I'm not doing nothing. And there is something to be said for the psychological part, I will admit. But I just think it's a little extreme. Okay, so I think your middle ground might actually be closer to my interpretation of always wearing a mask. Okay. And so perhaps in saying always, that is definitely conveying kind of like this, uh, it's conveying what it actually means, always. But that is actually not what I mean. Um, so that was my imprecise language. And I do think that there's something to be said for your point. Performative protection isn't helpful for anyone. So I would 100% agree. Putting chicken wire up to block flies is silly. And I would agree. If that's the proposition, then that is a waste of everyone's time. Right. Because it's certainly not going to do anything. And maybe this kind of brings us back to how this started with this sense of like personal autonomy. Right. Mm -hmm. And how I D am choosing to look at the scenario, embrace the scenario and change my behavior according to the scenario. Yes. Versus how you're looking at the scenario and how you're interpreting the scenario and how you're going to change or not change your behavior. I don't think there's many people who don't really want to help. I don't think people overall want to hurt people or infect people or see people suffer. I just don't think overall that's the way that we think. However, if I were to tell you, you know, D, when you come to my house tomorrow, can you make sure you do this or that for me? Because I need this or that. I don't think many people would say, nah, I'm not doing that. I just don't. And maybe I'm just a fool. But for me, I just don't. I think people who are saying, no, I'm not doing that, are saying it because they believe it's the chicken wire in the window. I don't think they're saying no because they truly believe they're hurting someone. Okay. So I have a few things to say to that. One is cognitive dissonance is real, right? There's a lot of people who feel one way and are completely disassociating its direct impact to someone else. Yes. Okay, so let me back up just for a moment. You have already said you think this sense of like always wearing a mask is kind of ludicrous. Yes. Okay, so if I say when you come to my home, I need you to wear a mask and you retort a mask is like chicken wire, for example, I feel like the way to correct that is then to say, well, then don't put chicken wire up. Wear a real mask that will actually block virus particles because those exist. This isn't like a hypothetical thing where we want people to do something that's not possible. And I don't know that anyone has said, here is the official mask of the United States, and it's like this piece of crumb mask that someone made in their basement. No, I mean, the N95 mask is the mask that the medical professionals use, and those are the best ones to block out as much as possible to block out. But we're not, so, we're not wearing those. We, meaning the public of the United States, are wearing any piece of fabric that you find. You can make one at home. It's just whatever. Just as long as something's on your face, it's whatever. I agree. So that's where the chicken wire comes in. Okay, so if the United States took the position called when you go into a grocery store, you need to wear an N95, would that sit better with you? That wouldn't sit well with me because why am I doing that? Are we back to because the person, your neighbor? If, you know, blank million people are wearing N95 masks in the grocery store because, you know, whatever the number percentage of people need to be protected. I don't believe the 97% of the people wearing those masks 
is what's protecting the 3%. I believe what's protecting the 3% is us being careful at the door of the 3%. I don't see that balance. That doesn't make sense to my mind because the people who are at risk, they need at-the-door care, not me in the grocery or somebody in Oklahoma. That has nothing to do with it. It's when it gets right to that person. That's where the protection needs to happen. That's what my point is. So that's why I think it's redundant. I think it's overkill, particularly because we all have our immune systems. We're dealing with what we're dealing with, and people are going to die from diseases from now to the end of time. It's going to keep happening all the time. It's just we're frail. We're human. It's going to happen. So let's just do the stuff you were saying, which I really honestly believe we laxed. And you said this. We really lapsed on that basic stuff, washing our hands a lot, keeping your mouth closed, covering your mouth when you sneeze, all that. We lapsed on that. So I think we just need to clean that up. And then we need to protect the vulnerable. And for me, that's the end of it. Okay. Not meaning the end of your conversation, but that's where I I think it, it ends there. That's what needs to happen yeah. in my yeah. estimation. I hear you. And I, and I understand what you mean. And I think this is where we just respectfully disagree. Heard that. I think that this is where we end. Because yeah. it feels a little bit of the like abstinence versus sexual education kind of debate. To me, in my mind, I would agree. I would agree that like if everyone could just wash their hands properly and actually care about people around them, we wouldn't need masks the way we need them. But the truth is we lapsed and we will again because we're human and we're selfish. Yes. And the mask will so, be hanging off your face. I mean, at some point, you just got to let that go. You can't make people do all the things they're going to. They're going to be people, like you said. They're going to yeah. be that. And But that doesn't stop us from trying to put in pieces to curb the natural inclination we all have to be selfish. Yes, heard. It, heard. Doesn't, it doesn't stop us from putting things into place. I would agree. If everyone would just, you know, like wash their hands and be mindful. And, and I agree. Like if our culture allowed people to call out of work and not have to... <laughs> Yeah. lose a paycheck or lose their job right which is insanity yes but that's where we are yeah you're absolutely right we're we were in a culture we still are to some extent hopefully it's changing but you work you earn your income if you don't work you don't earn anything and there's no there's no space for humanity in that there's no space for you to be sick there's no space for your children to be sick there's no space for your parents to be sick if you don't come to work you don't get paid because that's business and that's some business. There's actually quite a few that you can, I mean, it's people. I mean, what you're saying is true, but it's people. It's, it's like, who's running that business people. and who said that? Because some companies, they give you what you need. Some don't. I mean, you're going to get people in that's all these true. different ways. So, yeah, I think as, as we talk, it's funny because the more we talk, it keeps coming down to people. We are who we are in our sins, in our selfish, in our ways, in our character. It spills into everything, into our work, into our play, into our social, into taking care of one another. It just spills everywhere, and it's just showing it itself out, you know? <laughs> it does. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right because you can't categorize any one person or any one company or any one anything. Yeah, definitely. And there's there's always someone on the extreme ends, and then everyone else, we're all filtered in between at any given point on any given issue. You can be really selfish in one area, but be really giving in another. True that. There's no kind of monolith of selfish versus not selfish. So you're absolutely right with that. Yes, and I think we can probably agree. It seems like we really do have some basics that we agree with is, you know, sort of caring for one another, being less selfish, and 
doing basic things to protect one another. And I think we can agree on that. It starts to diverge a little bit, and probably not just with us, but with people in general. It starts diverging on kind of how that is executed. You know, do we execute that by wearing a mask every day? Do we execute that by staying six feet away? Or do we execute that by being more careful about who you're around or, or whatever? You know, there's different ways to execute that. And I think that's where we start to diverge with those types of ideas. But I think we're all reaching for the same end goal, and that's to protect those who need protecting and not hinder those who don't. I agree. I think that's a great stopping point on agreement. I mean, who's going to fight agreement, right? Right. Let's do it. All right. Well, that was great. I feel like we got some great points out. What do you think? I think we got some great points out. (laughs) Well, then let's get some great (laughs) points out next week, too. See you then. Let's see you then.